Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic Drive Time. Now, here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you this morning. Praise be to God. Good morning. It is Wednesday, May the 25th, 2022. I wish I had better news to share with you this morning, but of course, as I'm sure you are already aware, there was a tragic shooting in Uvalde, Texas, right in our hometown, right in our backyard, right within the, the home and the family, the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uvalde is just outside San Antonio by about uh, just under 90 miles. 19 people dead two teachers a grandmother of the shooter also dead the shooter's dead it's an incredible tragedy and was what was it a week ago that we were suffering through the buffalo shooting in new york our friends at station of the cross up there it's another tragedy but what is the catholic response to this tragedy i'm going to talk about that coming up at 15 past the hour i hope you'll stick around for that it's not about the gun debate there's a catholic response and it's not about the gun debate i want to talk about that at 15 past. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Mediatrics Press, Ryan Grant is going to be on the program. He has a book out called uh, The Month of the Sacred Heart, Practical Meditations for Each Day of the Month of June, which is right around the corner. So uh, that's coming up this hour, too. So it's going to be a jam-packed hour. And I, I promise you, no matter what happens in this world today, there is there is something we can do. There is something we can do, and we can do it today. We have the power within us. We have the power to do something that will impact the world around us. And I'm going to talk about that in this hour. So please do me a favor and share this with a friend. If you have a prayer request, something you would like us to, to pray on your behalf, we'd be happy to do that. You can always uh, leave those as comments on the live video feed, which you can find linked up on our website, grnonline.com forward slash CDT. A state farm, the insurance company, is in retreat apparently after getting caught pushing LGBTQ agenda books to five-year-olds. I need to take a look at that because that's my company, State Farm. Golly, you is. Do I need to reconsider? I don't know. President Biden is seemingly celebrating the increasingly high gas prices, over $4.30 a gallon now in the, in the state of Texas, on its way to $6 nationally. And uh, he thinks this is a great transition away from fossil fuels to renewable energies. Hmm, golly, you is. I wonder how much poverty will be along that great transition. And there are huge numbers of people coming across the border in spite of Title 42. It is up tremendously from uh, 1,000 people apprehended per day in Yuma, Arizona, to now up to 1,500 people being apprehended per day in Yuma. So a lot in the news today to get caught up on. Good morning, Rudy Carlos. Good morning, Joe. Yes, uh, today is a, a day, very tough day to uh, to read the headlines, of course, to, to see all the, the tragedy there. And... Um, Really, as you said, it's not a gun debate. There's something, there's something deeper here that we have to talk about. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to uh, hearing what you have to say at the What's Concerning Us segment. Yeah, it is, uh, it's difficult to sit back and watch so many people suffer yeah. and to die and to do so needlessly. Uh, but there is a Catholic response that you're not going to find on your local news station yeah. or the national news station or your favorite talking pundit on YouTube, uh, unless they're Catholic, of course. And see the world through the Catholic lens, which is what we're going to provide to you in this hour. Speaking of which, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning to you, Adrian. Howdy, howdy. Praise be to God. It's good to be here. What are you in Niagara Falls over there? <laughs> I'm, 
I think it'll be quieter if we broadcast it from Niagara Falls, to be honest. <laughs> it might be. Uh, but no, praise be to God, it's good to be here. My cousin actually graduated from high school yesterday. Congratulations. Him and his uh, 900 closest friends. And, uh, you know, there was just so many people. I was yeah. like, Imagine right. sitting through that Yeah, I, I took yeah, off. Yes. I left. I was like, <laughs> I graduated with 900 people back in, no, absolutely <laughs> the not. The last century. I was like, <laughs> all right, I heard his okay. name. I'm out. Literally what happened. I was like, I heard his name. I'm taking off. Yeah. But congratulations, Steve. You, uh, he graduated today. Say a prayer for him. Yeah, uh, figuring out what he does next. But, uh, yeah, 900 people, something uh, yeah. like that. It was like started at 8 p.m. Who starts graduation at 8 p.m.? We and did. Uh, finished at 9. Uh, I left at like 9.30. Yeah. And they kept on going to like oh, midnight, no. I'm sure. Yeah. I have no idea. Our graduation nice. was at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center because we had about 900 people. And they did a football stadium. And uh, and it literally pa the place was packed. It was like watching the Spurs play. It was Dang. packed. And no Joe, you're, yeah. you have an M last name, so yeah. So I was, it was pretty far down the list. But Ooh. I did graduate in the top twenty five percent of my class. Just hey saying. Now. Just top twenty five percent. All right. Top two hundred fifty. Top two hundred fifty. It's better than being nine hundred. You know. <laughs> At any rate, uh, we do have a lot of some more serious topics to get into. But I, I want to say that the conversation with our guest Ryan Grant can be very inspirational. Uh, how do you prepare to spend your June uh, doing something incredible and inspirational? And this new book out of Mediatrics Press can help you do that, the month of the Sacred Heart. And especially in a world that wants you to think of that month in a different light. You know, we're going to give you the true light. And uh, it's all coming up this hour. So let's pray. Let's begin. We have a lot to get uh, to uh, talking about today. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known. That anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now your headlines with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, and here's a roundup of your headlines. The AP reports gunman kills 19 children and two adults in Texas school rampage. Officials did not immediately reveal a motive, but they identified the assailant as Salvador Ramos, a resident of the community. Law enforcement officials said he acted alone. Ramos had hinted on social media that an attack could be coming, according to Senator Roland Gutierrez, who said he had been briefed by state police. He noted that the gunman suggested the kids should watch out and that he had bought two guns after turning 18. Before heading to the school, Ramos shot his grandmother, Gutierrez said. Reuters reports U.S. to allow Russian debt payment license to expire. Russia has so far managed to make its international bond payments despite Western sanctions over the Ukraine conflict as well as countermeasures from Moscow which have complicated the movement of money across borders. While the license only applies to U.S. persons, its lapse may make it very challenging for Russia to make the payment to other holders given the integral part U.S. financial institutions play in the global financial system and the complexity of such payment processes. The country has $40 billion of international bonds outstanding. The Russian, the Russian examiner, the Washington examiner, alleged, alleged ISIS member arrested after FBI reveals plot to assassinate George W. Bush. 
An unsealed FBI search warrant from March 23rd revealed that two confidential informants and surveillance of the suspect's WhatsApp profile reportedly determined that an Ohio man named Shihab Ahmed Shihab wished to kill Bush due to his role in the Iraq war. Shihab has lived in the U.S. since 2020, was based in Columbus, Ohio, and had an asylum application pending, according to the FBI's documentation. The person claimed to be part of the unit named Al-Rayed, which was led by a former Iraqi pilot for Saddam Hussein and operated out of, out of Qatar until the pilot's recent death. And Axios reports NOAA predicts as many as six major Atlantic hurricanes for 2022. The upcoming Atlantic hurricane season is likely to be unusually active, this according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's hurricane season outlook. In terms of the number of storms, the agency is predicting 70%, uh, a 70% chance of 14 to 21 named storms. Of these, 6 to 10 would become hurricanes, and of these, 3 to 6 would intensify into major hurricanes of Category 3 or greater. So if you're in the Gulf region, maybe it's time to prepare for that. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. The saint of the day is Venerable Bede. Bede is one of the few saints honored as such even during his lifetime. His writings were filled with such faith and learning that even while he was still alive, a church council ordered them to be read publicly in the churches. Born on lands belonging to the twin monastery of Monkwermoth, Gerald, in present-day Tyne and Ware, Bede was sent to Monkwermoth as the, at the age of seven and later joined Abbot Chaelfrith at Jarrow. Both of them survived a plague that struck in 686 and killed a majority of the population there. While Bede spent most of his life in the monastery, he traveled to several abbeys and monasteries across the British Isles, even visiting the Archbishop of York and King Cheowulf of Northumbria. He was an author, teacher, and scholar, and his most famous work, Ecclesiastical History of the English People, gained him the title, The Father of English History. His ecumenical writings were extensive and included a number of biblical commentaries and other theological works of exegetical erudition. Another important area of study for Bede was the academic discipline of computus, otherwise known as his contemporaries as a science of calculating calendar dates. One of the more important dates Bede tried to compute was Easter, an effort that was mired in controversy. He also helped popularize the practice of dating forward from the birth of Christ, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, a practice which eventually became commonplace in medieval Europe. Bede was one of the greatest teachers and writers of the early Middle Ages and is considered by many historians to be the most important scholar of antiquity for the period between the death of Pope Gregory I in 604 and the coronation of Charlemagne in 800. In 1899, Pope Leo XIII declared him a doctor of the church. He's the only native of Great Britain to achieve this designation. Anselm of Canterbury, also a doctor of the church, was originally from Italy. Bede was, moreover, a skilled linguist and translator, and his work made, uh, made the Latin and Greek writings of the early church fathers much more accessible to his fellow Anglo-Saxons, which contributed significantly to English Christianity. Bede's monastery had access to an impressive library which included works by Eusebius Orosius and many others. Venerable Bede, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from John chapter 16 verses 12 through 15. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. 
for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine, therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Venerable Bede, speaking of which, praise be to God, said, quote, It is certain that many, filled with the grace of the Holy Spirit, have foreknown future events. But as many gifted saints have never had this power, the words, He will show you things to come, may be taken to mean, bring back to your minds the joys of your heavenly country. He did, however, inform the apostles of what was to come vis-a-vis -vis the evils that they would have to suffer for Christ's sake, and the good things they would receive in recompense. Close quote, Venerable Bede, or Saint Bede, pray for us. I like that uh, Adrian also quoted uh, the uh, the saintly Chaelwolf. My One of my grandkids is named after Chaelwolf. Praise be to Jesus. Um, also, Didymus today quotes, he says, He means that his hearers had not yet attained to all those things which for his name's sake they were able to bear. So... Revealing lesser things, he puts off the greater for a future time. Such things as they could not understand till the cross itself of their crucified head had been their instruction. As yet they were slaves to the types and shadows and images of the law and could not bear the truth of which the law was the shadow. But when the Holy Ghost came, he would lead them by his teaching and discipline into all truth, transferring them from the dead letter to the quickening spirit, in whom alone all scripture truth resides. Close quote. Didymus. The Ignatius Catholic Commentary today pointed out that the work of the Spirit counteracts the work of Satan. The former discloses the full meaning of the gospel. The latter spreads deception and falsehoods throughout the world. The point here is that the Spirit continues the teaching mission of Jesus to bear witness to the truth. Close quote, Ignatius Catholic Commentary. There is a great debate among the fathers about the nature of our Lord, which was raging in the early church. Of course, the Arian heresy tried to, you know, uh, there was others, uh, other heresies that also sort of questioned the nature of Jesus. Often they couldn't wrap their heads around how Jesus could be both God and man at the same time. They couldn't wrap their head around how he could both be both equal to the Father and yet subject to the Father. These were very confusing mysteries that the church had to wrestle with, and yet it did wrestle with them, and it gave us such profound and beautiful teaching handed on to us by apostolic tradition and patrimony. And we should meditate upon that today. We'll be right back. What's Concerning Us is coming up next. Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Unbelievers often reject religion because it sometimes causes conflict. They'll say, science will fly you to the moon, religion will fly you into buildings. Is this a rational basis for rejecting religion? The answer is no, and here's the reason. First, 
Just because something causes conflict doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. For example, many wars have been fought over land. Does this mean we should do away with the right to private property? I don't think so. Second, the objection doesn't specify which religions cause war. It may belong to the essence of some religions to spread its message by the sword, and these we should reject, but it doesn't belong to all religions. So, to the question, should I reject religion because it causes conflict? The answer is no. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, catholic.com. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Ryan Grant from Mediatrix Press is going to be our guest to talk about the month of the Sacred Heart, a practical meditations for each day of the month of June. Let's make June great again by celebrating the Sacred Heart. And we're going to talk about that with Ryan Grant coming up at 35 past the hour. There are, as I say, lots of stories in the news that are of great concern to me, and I know they are to you as well. You know, and every time there is a tragic shooting, and there have been so many over the recent decade and, uh, and years, that uh, you, you're just waiting for the shoe to drop, right? You're always just sort of waiting for the next big shoe to drop. And that shoe dropped yesterday, unfortunately, in the community of Uvalde, Texas, a place I've been to several times, people I know that live there, people I care about, and uh, it's always an incredible shocker. Just was last week we had to go through the, the, those that were shot and killed and wounded at that grocery store in Buffalo, New York. Senseless and tragic and, and horrible. And yet this morning as I was driving in, it was remind, I was reminded that there is a Catholic response that you're probably not going to hear a whole lot about today. And I want to talk about that. I was reminded of a priest friend of mine who many years ago, maybe 12 years, 13 years ago or something like that, he and I were talking and he, he, he pointed out to me that the superior of his community had brought all of the men together and looked them in the eye and said, listen, you need to make the decision right here, right now, that you are going to die for the faith, that you're going to be a martyr, that they're going to kill you senselessly for the faith. You have to make that decision right here, right now. Because if you make this decision, you will have great peace should God call you to martyrdom. You will not be conflicted. You will not be anxious. You will have peace because you have already resolved yourself to die for the faith. And although that is uh, profound and true for religious life, how much more could it be for those of us that are lay folk that have to live in this world and live especially amongst those that reject our Lord and the faith, reject truth itself. How much more important is it? Because this gunman, this young man, barely 18, clearly struggling with something in his life, decided yesterday that he was going to go on an all-out rampage, crashing his truck. I mean, I, I, at this point, we don't even know. And isn't that one of the things that always gets you? I mean, when these big things happen, these horrible, tragic stories happen, the first thing you want to know is why. Why does this happen? And it's, it's never the case where we really know why. It's almost never the case. Unless it's like a terrorist attack or they leave you a, a letter or they make it clear or some group claims credit or whatever. I mean, most of the time when these gunmen go off, you just don't know 
truly what motivates them. You have some ideas, but that's about all you have. Why rob elementary school? Is just because he crashed his truck next to it, and that was the closest, easiest target? I don't know. 19 people dead, to include his own grandmother, whom he shot and killed. I mean, she died later, I think, in the hospital, succumbing to her wounds. Some argument kicked things off. We don't know, truly, what caused it. We do know, because it's always a, a mind-blowing to me, that after these things happen, all of a sudden we know we have their pictures, their social media accounts, and we see that they, oh, wait, wait they, they've demonstrated troubling behavior already to this point. Golly gee whiz. Isn't that interesting? And, uh, and now 19 people are at children. Children uh, in fourth grade. I have children in that age group, too. And to think that my children would have to face such a horrific day as a dad my heart skips a beat just thinking about it and yet whether my children have to face such tragedy or live or die is beyond my my power to control we live in a world that is decaying and dying it is in its final death throes and there is something that we as the faithful can and ought to do no matter how uh, how many of these uh, Mr. Ramoses that surround us, whoever they may be, the gentleman in New York, this Mr. Ramos, or, or the myriad of other people who have decided to, to take up uh, violence against other people for whatever reason. I was reminded this morning, not only of my friend and his religious community and their superior and making that decision, that decision to live completely and fully for Christ, so much to the point where you would be willing to die at peace at the hand of a violent criminal like this and not be anxious about it. How is that even possible, Joe? Seems rather insane. And then I was reminded of Matthew 24. The very words of Matthew 24 were ringing in my ears this morning as I was driving in, and the, the words of our Lord telling his disciples, warning them of what was to come. You should go read the entire chapter of Matthew 24 today, because our Lord told those apostles, those 12 men, you and I get to be the fly on the wall, overhearing the conversation as he spoke directly to the, uh, the predecessors of the bishops today, warning them that bad things are going to happen. This very temple that you have, that you have uh, put so much investment emotionally and spiritually in, it will be rubble on the ground. You see the signs in the skies and you could read these things, but you can't seem to figure out the sign of the times. There will be wars and there will be rumors of wars. Bad things are going to happen, plagues and pestilences, sufferings. But don't fear. In verse 23, or verse 32, he says, And from the fig tree learn a parable, when the branch there, thereof is now tender, and the leaves come forth, you know that summer is nigh. So you can read these signs. Watch ye therefore, because you know not what hour your Lord will come. Wherefore be you also ready, because at what hour you know not the Son of Man will will come. Just imagine for a second that if we lived in a state of grace and we helped our children live in a state of grace and as much as it is possible for us to do so, we encouraged our neighbors and strangers around us, all those people that are placed into our, our pathways to live 
in a state of grace. Just imagine if we were constantly living in a state of grace. We went to confession frequently. We made nightly examinations of our conscience. We dwelt upon the very word of God. Rather than curse with our tongue, we praise with our tongue. Rather than look at filth with our eyes, we behold the glory of God in his Eucharistic form, it, very presence with us every single day. Imagine, just imagine, that if we realized that it is not death that will conquer us when our soul leaves our body, but rather the beatific vision that we have to look forward to. I don't know a single saint, and there are lots of testimonies, uh, lots of testimonies of saints. Even St. Paul himself talks about being caught up into the third heaven in his writings. There are lots of saints that have had a taste of the glory of the beatific vision. And in almost every case, they're like, I don't want to come back to this earth. I want to spend my time there. What is to come is the glory of the resurrection. But we are so fixed upon this planet. We are white-knuckling this world of ours. We hold on to as if we could, only, if we could just have 80 more years of, of good economy. Right? I just want things to go really well. I want the sun to shine. I want the sky to be blue. I want money in my bank. I want to drive a nice car, have fancy friends. I want my kids to go to college and get good jobs. I want to have good family portraits on the wall. I just want everything to be good and happy-go-lucky. And yet how many of us are striving to live in a state of grace? So that if the unthinkable should happen, if the horrible should happen, if we should look the devil in the eye himself, we shall be ready for it. And not be anxious, but be at peace. This is what our Lord has asked us, what he asked his apostles to be ready for, to do. And it is true for you, and it is true for me. We can't control the insanity of those that would reject the Lord and embrace the world, the flesh, and the devil. We can't control their choices and their behaviors. We can control us, and we can have an influence on those around us. And the answer, the only answer to all the world's problems, no matter what they are, the only answer is Christ and the graces he pours forth through the sacraments and his church, the body of Christ. That is the only answer. There is no other answer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, St. Gertrude's prayer, I want to pray with you for these deceased because that is the Catholic response, is to pray for the repose of those souls who had to face eternity without having the luxury of being prepared for it. Let's pray for their souls. Here's the St. Gertrude prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Eternal Father, I offer thee the most precious blood of thy divine Son, Jesus, in union with the Masses said throughout the world today. For all the holy souls in purgatory, for sinners everywhere, for sinners in the universal church, those in my home, and within my family. Amen. It's St. Gertrude's prayer. There's the classic prayer. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let your perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of the faithful departed rest in peace. But I want to pray this other prayer. Psalm 129. De profundis. A prayer of sinners trusting in the mercies of God. This is a prayer we should be praying because we ought to be trusting in the mercies of God for those whom we love and are dear to us, our own children, 
to our neighbors and the strangers and even ourselves. Let us pray this prayer. Out of the depths I have cried unto thee, O Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. If thou, O Lord, shalt mark our iniquities, O Lord, who can abide it? For with thee there is mercy. And by reason of thy law, I have waited on thee, O Lord. My soul hath waited on his word. My soul hath hoped in the Lord. From the morning watch, even unto night, let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. He shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Eternal rest give them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May thy rest in peace Lord, hear our prayer, and let our cry come unto Thee. O God, the Creator and Redeemer of all the faithful, grant to the souls of Thy servants departed the remission of all their sins, that by our devout supplications they may obtain the pardon which they have always desired, who livest and reignest world without end. Amen. Eternal rest give unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So what is the takeaway? What is the answer? What is the bottom line? Live in a state of grace. Because wars are happening and will come. Plagues and pestilences. Famines and poverty. And even a summer of rage is being promised to us all. No matter what happens, be at peace and good cheer. Because you have an opportunity to live for God alone today. And if it too should be today that we should suffer and die, let us do so next to our Lord on the cross, as St. Paul would call us in Colossians 1.24. I fill up that which is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of His body, that is the church. That is the Catholic response to all tragedy in the world. Let us hold fast and dear to it, and to Our Lady. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com. Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. From the University of Dallas and as seen on EWTN. What can I do that is the definite service that God wants me to give to the world? Think of the, the challenges that we have coming from our culture. We really need the virtue of courage. Are you ready to put yourself into the hazard? Are you ready to say yes to the call? Are you ready to be a witness to love? The Quest. All episodes streaming now at quest.udallas.edu. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired, and now more headlines. The Washington Examiner reports California bill would allow parents to sue big tech over social media addiction. 
The Social Media Platform Duty to Children Act passed the State Assembly on Monday. This bill, which was submitted in March by state lawmakers, would allow parents to sue companies such as TikTok and Instagram for up to $25,000 if a child is determined to be addicted to the app. Tech companies and businesses, uh, business moguls have criticized the bill and threatened to pull out of state if it becomes law. If the SMPDC Act passes, then social media companies and online web services would have no choice but to cease operations for kids under 18 and would implement stringent age verification in order to ensure that adolescents don't use their sites. Reuters reports U.S. says China and Russia bomber drill shows a depth of their alignment. Russia's defense ministry confirmed the joint patrol, which said it lasted 13 hours over the Japanese and East China Seas and involved Russian Tu-95 and Chinese Xi'an H-6 strategic bombers. It was unclear whether the drills were planned to coincide with Biden's first trip as president to Asia, where he has visited allies South Korea and Japan, and on Tuesday joined the leaders of Japan, India and Australia, collectively known as the Quad, for their second in-person summit. Breitbart reports Texas leaves National School Boards Association after White House colluded collusion revealed. The Texas affiliate of the National School Boards Association cut ties with the national organization on Monday after an investigation showed the group colluded with the Biden administration to investigate concerned parents as domestic terrorists. The National School Boards Association bluntly admitted to collusion with the White House, a move many believed was used to develop a pretext to go after parents. The organization even wanted to ask for National Guard deployments to local school board meetings. The letter led Attorney General Merrick Garland to sick the FBI on parents and use counterterrorism tools to investigate them. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up today. It's praise be to Jesus. Don't forget to jump on to our email list. If you're not already on there, I want to encourage you to do so. Every single week I send out uh, not only an email, just in general, just I bug you once a week, harass your inbox, praise be to God. But I promise you, I always try to reward you for, for being on our email list. And our email list is amazing. Uh, we've had such a great community here at Catholic Drive Time and the Guadalupe Radio Network, and we're grateful for that. So every week what I do is I send out something, like a, a special piece of content that you probably never even heard of or knew about, a little entertainment just for you, and uh, I keep you up to date on anything going on on the back end of Catholic Drive Time, uh, whatever uh, news we have. I do all of that once a week, and I usually send it every single Thursday at about the noontime central like ish hour so you can join our email list in a number of ways number one you can just go to our website grnonline.com forward slash cdt that's grnonline.com forward slash cdt you can find the catholic drive time or cdt insider email list sign up there or you could pull out your cell phone and you could text the letters grn to the number 42828 that's text grn to the number 42828. So it's a couple of easy ways to get in on the email and to join us every single week. By the way, we also run a, a unique and incredible group of CDT insiders on Telegram. We chat on the back end every single day, and it's been fun conversation. Um, so we're very grateful. Like Mike K is over there right now. Josh, praise be to God. Clarissa, Luz, I see you over there. Ashley's there, praise be to God. Damon's usually there. Uh, so we're grateful to all of those who are hanging out and chatting with us 
right now. I see Peter Washburn over there. Praise be to Jesus. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this morning. So you can get access to all of that through our email list. Again, grnonline.com forward slash CDT. In a minute, we're going to be talking with uh, Ryan Grant from Mediatrix Press. His book is called Month of the Sacred Heart, a practical meditation or practical meditations for each day of the month of June. But Rudy, June is a month where the world wants to hijack it and <laughs> distract you from from the Sacred Heart into something else. So many months, you know, it's, it's well, you got to look at it this way. The secular world is trying to create its own liturgical calendar. Yes. So they create their own false uh, feasts. And for the month of June, they claim to be, they claim this, this month to be the month of pride, pride month. You see it all the time, right? You know, you go into a store to pick up whatever and you see all the rainbows everywhere. Well, yeah. they co-opt all of that stuff and they, they steal it from the true faith, which is Christianity, mm -hmm. and they, they corrupt it. They make it something something really evil. Yeah. And it originally is the month of the sacred heart of our blessed Lord Jesus. This this heart that loved us so much. We see the image, right? The the image of the fires coming out from the from the heart. That love, that that fiery love that he has for us, he exhausts himself even yeah. to death on the cross for us. Yeah, you know, in the last segment, what's concerning us, I was talking about Uvalde. Yeah. It is so much the trick of the devil. It's one of his strategy, strat strategies, if I could speak English, it would be great, strategies to make us despair mm -hmm. and to feel nothing but anxiousness. You know, and there's so much in life that because of our concupiscence, we're naturally tended to that way. Right. Like gas prices going up. How are we going to pay the mortgage? Mm -hmm. You know, taxes are, are going up. Complications Wa in the family. Wages are going down. Health issues. There's great talk of a food crisis on the horizon. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of like, what, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, something like a Uvalde happens or mm -hmm. a Buffalo or uh, the, the Waukesha parade where the gentleman drove his car through the parade, killing and maiming people. These are horrible things. Yeah. And just reminded me that, you know, we, we really are more earthly focused than heavenly bound. Yeah, and, and to speak to that, Joe, you know, uh, we often try and, and figure out, well, why would somebody do this? How could a young man, an 18-year-old man, do this? And it's exactly that. Instead of having a hope yeah. in, in this troubled world, that person becomes just inundated with, with the world. And what happens? Well, we lose our peace. And this person lost his peace. And I'm not trying to rationalize anything that he did, but mm. it's, it helps us to understand a little bit as to why these things happen. Why are people despairing so much? It's right. because they have no heavenly outlook. They yeah. have no outlook except the life that they're in. And we, I think we have to, as Catholics, stop allowing the world to co-opt everything that is sacred and good and true yeah. and use them for profane reasons, right? So the attack on the dignity of the human person uh, and marriage itself this is what people are going to be celebrating in June. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, it's not meant for that. It's quite the opposite. And we should be celebrating the, the, uh, the Sacred Heart. It should be a month of the Sacred Heart. Just like we make May the month of Our Lady. You know, this intercessor between heaven and earth. This, uh, this intercessor between uh, her son, her divine child, and the, his faithful. His subjects. That's what Our Lady's job is. And she didn't ask for the job. She didn't want the job. She was told she had to have the job. And in great <laughs> humility, she had to submit to it. Yeah. She said, fiat. Let it be, let it be unto me according to thy word. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me how we have to be reminded all the time. And like right now, like if you turn on the news, it's like 
President Biden made this a political issue about gun control. Listen, it was a man with a gun who stopped the man with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Now, imagine if I remember, I was telling you the story yesterday. I went to Judson High School, mm -hmm. the late 80s, early 90s, and, um, and the lunch lady turned out to be an undercover cop. Like, whoa, who knew? Like, she was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad, you know? Like, good grief, jumping, leaping across the counter, handcuffing young men. It was bad like, like a bad cook? Or? Yeah, bad, bad <laughs> like a bad man pajama, you know what I mean? And, uh, and you, you, you see those things, and you're like, wow, uh, I didn't realize that this was the case here. Yeah. Imagine if there was someone at this school who was ready and, and uh, waiting for, you know, like, uh, for instance, the Somali pirates taking over these ships. Um, it didn't take all of that long before the Somali, pir Somali pirates got out of control before the shipping companies like, you know what, we need men with guns on this ship to protect us from the men with guns that are attacking the ship. Right. So it's common sense. It's natural. But the thing we can't get past is concupiscence. What is concupiscence? It is our disordered passions. It is our being uh, geared towards sinfulness. So if you are geared towards sinfulness and you begin to commit mortal sins and you decay spiritually, you, you, there's no grace inside of you anymore. You've killed it off yeah. through mortal sins. Well, you're going to be more apt to do things that are horrible like this. Yeah, and and I, whether or not you have a gun or a car... Right. Or a knife. Or a knife. Or your own fist. Well, yeah. I've talked about this before. You think about, think about how, how much corruption takes place in your heart when you're away from the sacraments, away from, from, from sacramental, from grace yeah. for so long. Right. Think about the people who have been away from the church for so long. What happens? Well, their life just completely falls apart. Yeah. And it's a little explanation of, of what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and it should be a wake-up call for all of us. You know, and I, I know especially as, like, grandparents who have less control over their grandkids, you know, what their adult children are doing, what the grandkids are doing, whether or not they're living in the faith. You know, it's hard enough for parents to have that, especially as their kids become adults. You know, that, that those years of transition between teenagers and adults, those kids can make terrible decisions, step away from the faith, and your heart breaks because the reality is there is no salvation outside the church. Yeah. So what does that mean? And, uh, you know, uh, the reality is, this is why I say the Catholic response is to live in a state of grace, but to pray for the repose of the souls, not debate gun control, because I guarantee no amount of gun control will stop criminals from doing criminal activity. If they want, I mean, Chicago, are all those guns, those murders every single weekend, dozens and dozens of people shot and maimed and murdered every weekend in Chicago, are all those legally purchased? No. So that's not the response. The response is to pray, to fast, to do penance, and to pray especially for the repose of these souls and live in a state of grace. Hey, we'll be right back. We're going to go to break. Don't go anywhere. Catholic Drive Time is headed your way. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for the world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. Men, it's time. 
The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com. be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you, praise be to God. A lot of great chat going on in the uh, CDT Insider Telegram group this morning. Thank you all for doing it. Praise be to God. There are other stories that I would like to uh, jump to. Ryan Grant uh, is not on with us. Uh, We will rebook him to talk about his book, The Month of the Sacred Heart, Practical Meditation for each day of the month of June, which you can find at Mediatrics Press, by the way. And he basically takes old Old books that are not, uh, they're out of copyright or out of print, and he reprints them. So they're really good classic books on the Catholic faith, and uh, they're very highly recommended. So you can check them out on their website for Mediatrics Press, which is what, Adrian? His website? Yeah. It, uh, let's see, mediatricspress.com, I believe. Okay, easy enough. Praise be to God. All right, here's a story I mentioned at the top of the hour that is definitely concerning to me because I'm a customer of this company. Here's the headline out of Catholic... What are you laughing at me for? Don't be laughing at me. CatholicVote.org is the website. And the headline goes, State Farm in retreat after getting caught pushing LGBTQ agenda on five-year-olds. Speaking of June, um, the great month of June is coming. Okay, I'm laughing because of their little jingle. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Actually, yeah. they're not a good neighbor. They're trying to push LGBT agendas on five-year-olds. Now, I have to say, so I've been a... The I've best a, neighbors trans your kids. I've been a customer of State Farm for a long time now, and they've been great to me. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been they give you books? When, when, when in 2020, when someone tried to steal my, my, my 2006 oh, yeah. Tahoe out of the mm-hmm. parking lot out here... Uh, they were great, easy to work with. You gotta love. It. You can call them and like, hey, I th- you know something crazy happened to me today, and they're easy to work with, no problems. Didn't have any issues. I've had to use them several times, and it's never been a problem. But this is definitely a concern to me. Here's the article. It says, uh, though State Farm states it has ended its partnership with the Gender Cool Project and ceased promoting progressive sexual content to children. Some critics continue to demand the corporation be held accountable for its initial scandal. College you is. Like, ceased its partnership with Gender Cool Project. And, uh, like, yeah, yeah, we were trying to push that on kids, but we're good now. It's all fine. Like, like who at the company said, you know what we ought to get into? Yeah, I really encourage us to really help push gender ideology to five-year-olds. Like, who at the company's job is it? The diversity inclusion officer. (laughs) (laughs) You sell insurance policies, people. I mean, like, 
I'm sorry. I goofed. You know, it was my bad. You know, it happens. Sometimes you're just filing paperwork, and the next moment you're trying to trans the kids. (laughs) I guess. Uh, You know, it'd just be like that sometimes. I guess. So the article goes on to say, State Farm was exposed to a public outcry this week when whistleblowers revealed that auto insurance company encouraged its agents in Florida to donate books promoting transgenderism to five-year-olds to their local schools or public libraries. Quote, the project's goal is to increase representation of LGBTQ books uh, and support our communities in having challenging, important, and empowering conversations with children aged five plus, close quote, said an internal email provided by whistleblower to the nonprofit Consumers Research. State Farm, quote, is backing down Monday after outrage over its plan to donate books promoting transgenderism, transgenderism, I'll get it out, I promise, transgenderism to schools and public libraries for children as young as five years old, the Daily Wire reported. In response to the news of State Farm trying to walk back its promotion of LGBTQ materials to children, Catholic Vote President Brian Birch who has never come on our program, even though we've invited him several <laughs> times. Brian, if you're listening, come on by. We'd like to talk to you. Says, quote, this is not enough, close quote. Going on to say, quote, this does not need to go away quietly with individual agents telling disgruntled cons- uh, customers the program is being dropped, close quote, Birch said. Birch added that State Farm's corporate headquarters ought to disavow the entire effort, apologize, and make grants to pro-family groups protecting parental rights, close quote. That's the article. Not just, much there. I just want to thank the whistleblowers for for <laughs> presenting this information that otherwise would have been just completely under the radar of all of the consumers in the market. Yeah. I you know I remember my previous job when the uh, the riots were happening during the summer after the the George Floyd death, where uh, the emails were saying things like you know we're we're looking inwardly we we have to change everything here and so we're gonna. We're going to pledge $1 million of our own money to go to Black Lives Matter. And everybody in the company was kind of like, ah, you know, it was a lot of liberals. So they were thinking, ah, man, that's good. But at the same time, the company hasn't given us raises in a long time. And is this really what the company's about? We're a fashion company. Why are we getting involved with all this sort of stuff? Well, that never made it out. It is now, but nobody knows what the company is. So it doesn't matter. But... Whistleblowers, thank you for for bringing this attention to to the forefront because these companies, they need to be held accountable. Why is a company like an insurance company uh, providing books to children? That's odd. I mean, okay, maybe if I I approach them or whatever, like, hey, in the month of June, would you pass out Sacred Heart prayer cards to all of your clients? That would never happen. Like, if they would say (laughs) no, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm firing you. Yeah. You know, because you wouldn't do what I wanted you to do with the Sacred Heart. Like, I wouldn't do that. Like, you're a, you're a secular company. You sell insurance. I mean, so that's fine. Okay, great. But but they have no issue rationalizing doing stuff like this. That's, that's always what bugs me. Amazon paying for abortions and much of other companies, Tesla. I mean, there's a ton of companies. I, I used to get the list, of the pro-life list. Like, so there was an organization that used to put out and maintain this list. Of uh, of all these organizations that supported abortion and how yeah. they do the inverse, uh, <laughs> here's the ones that you don't. Had, you like had seven. to pay for the list. Wow! And the reason why you had to pay for it was because when they first started putting out the list for free, they were being inundated by Planned Parenthood operatives, mm. uh, inundating their email inbox and their servers 
and basically shutting them down. So they put it behind a paywall, and now nobody wants to pay for it unless they really, really want it. So I used to buy this list, and I, I remember going through this list for the first time. And this was like 2008 or something like that. And I'm looking at it going, oh, man, this is like... Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like It'll drive you crazy if you really look into all of the different companies that we support with our, our finances. Yeah. You know, what yeah. kind of stuff they're supporting. You know, a, a lot of people, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upset people right now, like maybe it's time for you to stop shopping at Target for yeah. all of the, the pride stuff that they're pushing on kids. Oh, man. Maybe yeah. it's time to stop shopping at Amazon. Maybe it's time to stop shopping at State Farm. It's hard. We talked to Mary yeah. Cuff about Disney. That one's hard for people too, for parents to get rid of. Oh, I know. Get rid of the mouse. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, but it's what's a, at stake? It's a tricky piece of business because you know we think of we think fondly of the old good old days of Disney, but Disney, in the last few decades, has not been good old. You know, it's been yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah, I, I think overall this whole thing is an attack against our Lord. At the end of the day, they desire, they hate the Sacred Heart, they hate the Immaculate Heart. Even if it's not explicitated in that manner, that's what it is. It's a hatred of God, yeah. ultimately, and it comes out in this attack against our children, attack against the this the idea that we can take ownership of our very being itself yeah. and it create our own reality. Right. It is the most. It's the peak of pride. It's the peak of arrogance. So I guess naming their uh, month after the great sin of pride is <laughs> fitting, uh, it's huh? very fitting because that's really what it is they desire to make the world in their own image instead of conforming themselves to the image of god yeah for sure you know and there's no escaping it i mean like if i really wanted to be pure and never have any taint of of corporate sin in my world in my life well how could i do that i have to i probably have to live on a subsistence farm someplace you know, so so far removed from society yeah. because my my Apple device definitely supports the, the evil of the world. My my Windows comp- laptop yeah. definitely supports the evils of the world. Amazon, of course, uh, Tesla, Starbucks, the Kroger across the street that we give thousands of dollars to supports the world, the flesh, and the devil. I mean, HEB is better. I'm just it saying, is. HEBs Here, everything better, is better. better, better it's deal. true. But you don't have an HEB up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> you got Hartford and uh, Hannaford and, and all of that stuff and Shaw's, but I don't know where they stand, but I guarantee more and more of these companies are being pressured to go down these, these, these paths to put out these statements to have these sort of inclusive uh, you know, jargon and slogans on their posters on their walls and everything else. And, and, and like, again... You sell State Farm. You sell insurance coverage. Just sell insurance coverage. That's all you got to do is just sell insurance coverage. You don't need to like go one way or the other on anything. Like literally, you have the easiest job of all. You don't need to have an opinion on anything other than the fair price and good quality service of of insurance coverage. I mean, why is this rocket science? I don't understand. Uh, our friend Rick from Buffalo says, Good morning, CDT. Great opening words of kindness and insight, Joe, this morning. Yeah, praise be to God. Josh Null says, uh, Stay in your lane. I'm hoping he's referring to Stay Farm. I don't know what he means by that. <laughs> I think he means Stay Farm. <laughs> our friend E.S. Giselle says, Good morning, Gabriel and Isabel. Love listening to the show every morning. Praise be to God. Our friend Jesus Robles says, I appreciate this, Joe. Good job. Praise be to Jesus. He is still in control. And that's the, that is the message of the day, is it not? Mm. I mean... And I, I'm here to tell you, bad things are coming. 
You don't, yeah. don't, don't kid yourself into thinking that you're going to vote goodness into office. Like, it ain't going to happen. You could have wishful insight into who to vote for all you wish, but at the end of the day, simply voting is something we have to do. It's part of our civic duty as Catholics. I mean, I send Adrian to vote for me two or three times every, every time there's an election. I voted nine times yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> praise be to God. We kid. We're kidding. It's a joke. Yeah, do not arrest me. Project Veritas, stop it. Stop it. But at the same time, the only real answer is still, is what I said already now a bunch of times, the only real answer is to live in a state of grace, help others do the same thing, and work towards the conversion of sinners. That is the only mission of the church. Yeah. Get your head out of this political solution nonsense. There's never been a political solution. So look at history. It's yeah. never been there. Yeah. It's always putting our faith, our trust into God. Yeah. Into his providence. So do I fire State Farm now? Do I have to go? I fired the big banks last this past uh, this past over the past year. I good fired man. Bank of America and I fired Chase. Good man. Oh man, it felt so good. Like you're fired. You get me? You're fired. <laughs> We went local. We went local. So do I have to do the same thing now at State Farm? Ugh, they've been so good to us. There's alternatives, Joe. I'll talk about that in the uh, after show. In the after sure. show. All right, so if you want to be a part of the after show, what you do is the second half of the second hour of Catholic Drive Time, you just go to our website, grnonline.com forward slash CDT, and you can watch the after show live right there, or you can find the links to all the, the other live streams on the YouTube, Facebook, and all of that. And you can comment and interact with us directly in the after show. That's the second half of the next hour for all of you that can join us. God bless you. God love you otherwise. We are a young and diverse generation helping those in need and promoting human rights. We care for the environment. We embrace authentic witnesses and dream of a better world. Our passion comes from God who loves us even when we fall and cheers on our victories. If you sometimes wonder, is there something more? Then come and see at catholicscomehome.com. From the University of Dallas and as seen on EWTN. What can I do that is the definite service that God wants me to give to the world? Think of the, the challenges that we have coming from our culture. We really need the virtue of courage. Are you ready to put yourself into the hazard? Are you ready to say yes to the call? Are you ready to be a witness to love? The Quest. All episodes streaming now at quest.udallas.edu. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com. Men, it's time. Moral relativism is growing and the soul of our nation is at stake. Nowhere is it more manifestly obvious than with the daily ongoing mass murder of abortion. As leaders, protectors, and providers, we must go first. In facing reality, taking responsibility, repenting for what we've done and haven't done, and resolving to do more. The opportunity is before us on Saturday, June 11th, 
the weekend before Father's Day in Tallahassee, Florida. We'll be gathering at 12 p.m. and embarking on a four-mile march of prayer and sacrifice that will culminate in a 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. We welcome all women, children, and families to join us in standing up for the personhood of the preborn at the 2 p.m. rally. We're also hoping Governor Ron DeSantis will join us and assure us that he will lead on life. Join us June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to the Men's March Hi, I'm Caden from St. Rosalima Parish. You're listening to AM 1430 KSHJ Houston, part of the Bay Radio Network, radio for your soul. Inspired, I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you, praise be to God. It's uh, going to be a great hour. We're looking forward to it. We have good news. We've been talking about a lot of the bad news. Of course, we're catching up on the, the tragedy out of Uvalde. Uh, right here amongst the family of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Our own backyard, just 90 miles southwest of San Antonio. A place I've been to on a number of occasions. People I know that live there. It's, it's incredibly tragic. And that's why we prayed in the last hour for the faithful departed and for those that were going to be struggling through this time as well as our friends up in buffalo and everywhere else but this hour we have good news we're going to also do saints of the day gospel of the day and play our game show fear and trembling because we must also be a joyful people and we're going to have some of that joy in this hour praise god and we'll catch up in the after show with whatever you want to talk about and your commentary and there's been some great commentary this morning so far already on our chats, and so we'll be covering some of that coming up in the second half of this hour. So, lots to get into. Good morning to you, Rudy Carlos. Good morning, Joe. It's Great good to be you. here. Is it? Wonderful day today. Is it? Yeah, the thunderstorms coming in through Houston, fantastic. I always I'm sleep not used better. to them. I always sleep better in thunderstorms. I, there was something I wanted to hear in California, but we never get them over there. So never? Here, it's wonderful. Come on. I, I, I used to live in California. I saw some rain. In fact, Torrential downpours. We got washed off a mountain, Camp Pendleton. <laughs> okay, well, that never happens. Really? It's very rare. Oh, you know, it's funny. As I was talking to uh, one of our, our volunteers yesterday, and we were talking about birding, and she says, mm-hmm. oh, you know, what's on, your, what's on the top of your list? And I said, oh, well, obviously a painted bunting, of course. Of course. But you know what? I, lo- I love these little common birds. They're mm-hmm. called grackles. And they have really awesome uh, bird calls. And she's like, ah, it? it's called a grackle. A grackle. Grackle. Yeah, they it's sound like, 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 like little R2-D2 robots. Is that and like the Kraken from Greece? Or? I don't know. It's a cool name, but it's very common. And she says, ah, those things, ah, we have them here all the time. Well, they're new to me, okay? okay. <laughs> Stop stealing my thunder. <laughs> I, I got to go birding over the weekend. I saw that. Praise be to God. What a good-looking chicken. <laughs> It was a, got a, got a, a cool fluffy, hairdo. Yeah, it was the craziest looking cotton ball with a beak sticking out. I mean, I don't, I don't. It was white, pure white. Do you think the eggs taste better from that type of chicken? I have to imagine. Maybe I have to. Imagine. They're like the boutique eggs. I think it's blind though. I don't think it can see. It's too, too much fluff in its face. Like I, I think it just stood there because it doesn't know what to do. What if its senses are more acute, like its mm. sense of mm. hearing or its perception, because almost, it can't see? Almost like Daredevil in Marvel be. Universe. Maybe. Speaking of which, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning, Adrian. 
Speaking of Daredevil? Or blind people. Oh, blind people, yes. I cannot see. <laughs> well, not, none, not at all. Not whatsoever. His allergies are too bad today. It's very, it's very bad. I woke up at like 3 in the morning this morning, a huge thunderclap just like, went off, and I thought that like someone was shooting up our apartment, and I was like, what? What is going on? It was the angels was bowling. Do, was, you, that do you normally wake up during thunderstorms? Uh, no, never. It yeah. was like really, really loud. Like I've never heard a thunderclap like that. But the good news is, mm-hmm. Tammy has agreed. She said, hashtag Adrian for president. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I've got to say that those are some, that, that's an ambition. I'm shooting a little bit higher, though. Are you? I'm shooting a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. I'm going for mm-hmm. hashtag Adrian for king. Uh, Tammy wants to know if king of the world. You know, if you insist, I'll take it, okay? I'll t- if you Only insist. a king, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, what about emperor? Wouldn't um, that be better? You know, we can work on titles later as long okay, as the power okay. is there. You know? I got it. I, we, All right. we can, we can, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll like see what, what do people mm-hmm. want to, like, what are they feeling? You know, what yeah. are they feeling? We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. <laughs> we'll workshop we'll it. We'll send it out. Like, what do y'all, what do the people think? What do the people think? Emperor? Yeah. King? Tyrant? Uh, what do y'all, what do y'all look like? What do y'all, what are y'all feeling? A, it's one of the options. Supreme tyrant? Emperor. Supreme Leader? I don't, I don't know. know that I'm, I'm going to vote for Tyrant. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm going to refrain from that Well, one. you know, there goes the tyrants. There goes. I might Darn. have a little accident for you, Adrian. Uh-oh. And mm. uh, I'll take the throne. Yikes. Mm. All, right, all right. Before <laughs> we get too carried away in this silliness, let's uh, pause that and put that in the after show. That's, uh, and let's pray. Let's get started and, uh, and in pray for your intentions as well as the repose of all of those lost in the tragedy in Uvalde. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother, to thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now your good news with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning into Catholic Drive Time. Here's your good news story for the day. There's diamonds up in them there hills. The Epic Times reports treasure hunter finds 2.38 carat diamond in the dirt in Arkansas State Park after decades of sifting. At Crater Diamond State Park in Arkansas, a would-be treasure hunter wet sifts through a pay dirt with a set of screens immersed in the water. Finer material washes away, leaving coarser rocks caught in the metal mesh. Sometimes there are diamonds. It was there at the east drain of the park's 37-acre tilled soil search area that a regular visitor, Adam Hardin, on April 10th found his first-ever diamond weighing over two carats. The rough-shaped coffee bean brown gemstone is about the size of a pinto bean, and it's the largest diamond found at the park so far this year. I was right in the middle. It was right in the middle when I flipped my screen over. Harden said, "When I saw it, I said, 'Wow, that's a big diamond.'" He placed it in a pill bottle and carried it to the park's Diamond Discovery Center, where the staff confirmed the find and registered it as a 2.38 carat brown diamond. Following the state park's tradition, Harden named his diamond, dubbing it Frankenstone because of its monstrous appearance. I thought of the name because it had it was pretty and kind of not so pretty to look at. Harden said, "It's uh, us diamond miners call that character." He's been digging for diamonds for over a decade and has found hundreds of littler ones over the years. The quest for valuable gemstones has often gotten competitive among park regulars. One of the other guys I have been going back and forth with, seeing who can find the biggest diamond, Harden said. I found the big one. Then he got a 1.79 carat, and we were joking about who would find the next diamond and be the king of the mountain. 
According to the park, Hardin typically sells his diamonds locally, and that's what he's planning to do, to do this time. To date, 260 diamonds have been registered this year at the crater, totaling over 44 carats in weight. It averages one to two diamonds picked by park visitors per day. All told, over 75,000 diamonds have been found at the park since the precious stones were discovered by John Huddleston back in 1906. The farmer owned the land long before it became a state park in 1972. The largest diamond ever found in the United States was plucked from there in 1924 during early mining operations on the land. This white diamond had a pink cast and weighed 40.23 carats and was dubbed Uncle Sam. It was later cut into a 12.42 carat emerald shape and purchased by a private collector for $150,000 in 1971. And that's really good news. God love you. The saint of the day is Venerable Bede. Bede is one of the few saints honored as such even during his lifetime. His writings were filled with such faith and learning that even while he was still alive, a church council ordered them to be read publicly in the churches. Born on lands belonging to the twin monastery of Monk Wermuth and Jaro in present-day Tyne and Ware, Bede was sent to Monk Wermuth at the age of seven and later joined Abbot Chelfrith at Jaro. Both of them survived a plague that struck in 686 and killed a majority of the population there. While Bede spent most of his life in a monastery, he traveled to several abbeys and monasteries across the British Isles. Even visiting the Archbishop of York and King Cheowulf of Northumbria. He was an author, teacher, and scholar, and his most famous work, The Ecclesiastical History of the English People, gained him the title, The Father of English History. His ecumenical writings were extensive and included a number of biblical commentaries and other theological works of exegetical erudition. Another important area of study for Bede was the academic discipline of computus, otherwise known to his contemporaries as the science of calculating calendar dates. One of the more important dates Bede tried to compute was Easter, an effort that was admired in controversy. He also helped popularize the practice of dating for the, from the birth of Christ, Anno Domini, meaning in the year of our Lord, a practice which eventually became commonplace in medieval Europe. Bede was one of the greatest teachers and writers of the early Middle Ages and is considered by many historians to be the most important scholar of antiquity. For the period between the death of Pope Gregory I in 604 and the coronation of Charlemagne in 800, who I think is a saint, in 1899, Pope Leo XIII declared him a doctor of the church. He is the only native of Great Britain to achieve this designation. Anselm of Canterbury, also a doctor of the church, was originally from Italy. Bede was, moreover, a skilled linguist and translator, and his work made, made the Latin and Greek writings of the early church fathers much more accessible to his fellow Anglo-Saxons, which contributed significantly to English Christianity. Bede's mon monastery had access to an impressive library which included works by Eusebius Orisus and many others. Venerable Bede, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from John chapter 16 verses 12 through 15. <clears throat> I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. While the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. 
he will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the uh, early centuries of the church, there was great debate over the nature of who God is. And Augustine chimes in today on today's passage about God being. Yes, God is. And he says, quote, Nor let the use of the future tense perplex you, that hearing is eternal because the knowledge is eternal. To that which is eternal without beginning and without end, a verb of any tense may be applied. For though an unchangeable nature does not admit of was and shall be, but only is, yet it is allowable to say of it was and is and shall be. Was because it never began, shall be because it never shall end. Is because it always is. Close quote. St. Augustine, pray for us. Adrian, what did you find? Yes, Cornelius Lapide used this opportunity to, uh, to refute the Greek schismatics. See, the Greek schismatics believe that the filioque, which is in the Nicene Creed, that says the word filioque, filio meaning son, and que meaning and, so filioque and the son, and the creed, the Holy Spirit proceeds forth from the Father and the Son, and the Greek creed, which is in the original Nicene Creed, it says that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father, and then does not say, and the Son. Now, Cornelius Lapide is using this passage here to prove that the Holy Spirit does, in fact, proceed forth from the Father and the Son. And this is clear because if the Father and the Son were, if the Father, the Holy Spirit proceeded from the Father alone, and the Son proceeded from the Father alone, well then, what is the difference between the Son and the Holy Ghost? Because in the Godhead, in the Holy Trinity itself, in the divine uh, being, the only difference between the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are that of relation to one another. Because whenever the Trinity acts, so when the Son acts, it is true that the Father and the Holy Ghost are also acting in everything. So when the Father creates ex nihilo, whenever the Father creates out of nothing, it is also true that the Son did, and it is also true that the Holy Ghost did, because they are co-equal. They are consubstantial with one another. They are of the same substance, and they act together. They have they shared will. They do not will anything apart from one another. So what could you say, then, is the difference? If you had a twin, for instance who had the same will, had the desire, the same things, who did the same things, who acted in the same way, what could you say was the difference between you? Well, in the Holy Trinity, the difference is that the Son proceeds forth from the Father. He is the uncreated but begotten Son of God the Father. The Holy Ghost is that which proceeds forth from the Father and the Son and articulated by the great theologian Hugh of St. Victor, as the love that came forth from the Father and the Son is that of the Holy Ghost. And so that's the only difference between the three. And so because of that, it is true to say that the Father and the Son beget the Holy Ghost uh, together, which is clear here in Scripture 
whenever we talk about the Son sending forth the Holy Ghost. So that's a very important thing, a little, little heady theology, but it is very important for us to not fall into things that might lead us to Arianism yeah. or other Trinitarian heresies. And I hope that you did take notes, dear listener, because after this very short break, there is going to be a quiz. So we're going to ask for extensive quotations from the early church, as well as St. Thomas. Uh, so be ready, be prepared. Uh, I'm teasing, of course. There's no quiz, there's no test. But there is a game show, and there are questions, but you don't need to know them. And prizes are at stake, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you would like to play, have a good time with us today, possibly win some cool prizes for the Sacred Heart of Jesus, what you need to do is pick up a phone and dial right now, 877-757-9424. Call right now, 877-757-9424. If you tried yesterday and didn't get on, try again now, 877-757-9424. We'll be right back. Fear and Trembling is coming up next. Are there any basic rules for doing apologetics? 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to make a defense. Always be prepared, Scripture tells us. How can we always be prepared to make a defense of our faith? Rule number one, pray. Pray to the Holy Spirit that He give you the courage to share your faith and the wisdom to choose your words carefully and profitably. Rule number two, you don't have to know everything right now. Learn a little bit more about your faith each and every day. Read Scripture. Read the Catechism. Listen to Apologetics tapes. Listen to Catholic Radio. Learn a little bit at a time. Rule number three, Luke 5, verse 10. Do not be afraid. Henceforth, you will be catching men. Jesus said this to Peter, but he's also saying it to us. Will you make mistakes and get into tight spots when you start sharing your faith with others? Yes, of course you will. But Peter made mistakes, and he got into tight spots. Yet Jesus told Peter not to be afraid. Why? Because if we are sincere in our desire to share the truth with others, to share Jesus Christ with others, then Jesus will find a way to make good come from even our mistakes. Rule number four, always view a question about your faith or even an attack on your faith as an opportunity, an opportunity to share the truth. Rule number five, don't get frustrated. Catholics often get frustrated by what I call the doctrinal dance. You get asked about purgatory, Mary, the Pope, sacraments, all in rapid fire succession. Before you can answer one question, you're asked another, then another. Just keep bringing the discussion back to one topic until you've said all you want to say, then move on. Rule number six, never be afraid to say, I don't know, when asked a question about your faith. Don't try to wing it. However, always follow I don't know with, but I will find out and get back to you, and make sure you do. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Welcome to another round of fear and trembling. <laughs> the Catholic trivia game show that helps you work out your salvation by the seat of your pants. It's a 50-50 chance and prizes are involved. Avoid the weeping and gnashing of teeth. Call now to take your shot. 877-757-9424. And now your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time and Fear and Trembling. The Catholic Trivia Game Show with secrets and agendas. 
but I can't tell you what they are. One, because I don't want you to tell anybody. But number two is because we need a caller on the line to play the game, and phone lines are wide open, just like yesterday when they blew up. So if you want, you got to call right now. 877-757-9424 is the phone number. 877-757-9424. First caller gets to be the contestant at 877-757-9424. But there are, as I say, lots of things that we keep secret our little agendas, but you have to not tell anybody. That's the deal, all right? I'll tell you, but you can't tell anybody. Number one, we like to teach the faith, and we look for teachable moments in the questions where you might learn something about your Catholic faith that you did not know before. Praise be to God. Just think about the, the bragging rights that are involved. And then, of course, we like to have a laugh, a good time, and our callers laugh with us, and we enjoy that most, I would argue. And then we also give out prizes, which makes this a winner for everybody involved, praise be to God. But if you're just joining us, let me explain. We do have three Catholic trivia questions before us, but we don't ask the caller the questions. So they don't even need to know the correct answers. They could win without knowing the correct answers. And that's because I will ask Rudy, I will ask Adrian, one of which will be correct, the other will be incorrect. The caller will then have 15 seconds to make a decision Whomst do they trust more, Rudy or Adrian? And then every correct answer goes into the coffee cup of divine providence to win this week's prize. What could they win, Rudy? May the sacred heart of our blessed Lord reign in every heart in every nation. June is the month of the sacred heart. And so to spread devotion to this heart which has loved men so that it has spared nothing even to exhausting and consuming itself in order to testify to its love, we're giving away a beautiful sacred heart keepsake container. Now, cool. it's not June yet, but we're, we're going to be in June. Just blink, and we're going to be there. The Queen of Crowns shop offers a large selection of Sacred Heart and Decorative Crown productions. Many of their Sacred Hearts open to reveal a space to place a prayer or notes of gratitude and thanks, all in an old-world style that lends itself to a rustic European feel. They look great. They would look fantastic in your living room. Please check out their website and get one for yourself at queenofcrowns.com. Thank you very much, Queen of Crowns. Yeah, praise be to God. Thank you, queenofcrowns.com, for your generous gift giveaway to a Catholic Drive Time listener this week. Let's go to the phones. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning. Praise be to God, Chris. Where are you calling from? Uh, Dallas area on my way to work in Farmer's Branch. Hey, now. Praise be to Jesus. On your, How's the traffic on your way to work this morning? Uh, right now, it's... Uh, well, now I'm going to jinx it. I mean, it's all good right now. <laughs> It's all over. Uh, did you guys get clobbered by the storms? Uh, yeah, we had some pretty good storms last night, and um, uh, we had our umbrella open in the backyard, and, and as it's going on, I was taking a nap because uh, I wasn't feeling great. The wife was like, hey, the wind's blowing the, the crap out of this uh, umbrella. So I had to go out in my bathroom, and I, I got a nice shower, though. Praise be to yeah. God. Well, have you ever thought about doing traffic and weather reports for the Catholic Drive Time? Because you seem pretty good at this, Chris. <laughs> I mean, maybe we make a routine out of this. But uh, What church do you go to, Chris? Uh, St. Anne's in Capel. St. Anne's in Capel. I haven't been to that church in at least a decade or more. It's been a long time. Uh, great place, though. It's got the huge dome, right? That's the one with the massive. You can see it from, like, far off. Yeah, it's a huge, huge parish. Cool. All right, Chris, let's play the game. We will start with Rudy, as is our custom, our tradition, our patrimony for Team Rudy. Good morning to you, Rudy. Good morning, Joe. 
Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. You got like a like a business tie. A That's like tiny, all business. That tie. Tiny, tiny it's green like, speck in there. There's no fluff in that tie. It's just all like corporate. You know, I'm starting not to like this because it's not made of silk. Okay. I'm a traditionalist. Okay. I see. We have to have okay. silk. All right, Rudy. Can you tell me a tree and the child Jesus are symbols of which saint? A tree and the child Jesus. Okay, well, you might be wondering, well, what do these two things have anything to do in common with Yes, that's, what, that's the question well, I asked you. It's yes. actually mm-hmm. St. Christopher. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I was wondering that, which is why I asked. Who is the preaching saint of traveling? Okay, Christopher, Travelers. Christopher. Okay. St. Christopher. Let's see Not what, uh, let's see, let's see what, what Adrian has to say. Adrian, good morning to you. That's me. Can you tell me? Also, with a corporate tie, you guys are corporate all business tie. today. It's hard to tell which is uh, which, <laughs> is, which is more, more, more tricky. Uh, can you tell me a tree and the child Jesus are symbols of which saint, please? Oh yes, yes, he is one of my favorite saints. Really? In fact, that mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. Saint Leonard of Port Maurice. Really? Mm-hmm. Patron saint of trees because. He was well known for chopping down trees, was he, and uh, putting them out and turning them into uh, stations of the cross. I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say books, but okay, no, <laughs> but no. All right, so, all right, well, Chris, you got it. You got options here. Adrian seems to think it's Saint Leonard of Port Maurice, but Rudy says it's Saint Christopher, patron saint of travelers. Fifteen seconds on the clock. Who is right? Who is wrong? Chris from Dallas. What say you? Actually, don't know, but. My name is Chris. I am part of the A club, so I'm going to go with uh, Christopher. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Seems like a logical deduction. Wow. Got it. Very good. That Hashtag Team Chris. High IQ yeah. question right there. See how they are, Chris? They both wore corporate ties today, so they're like, like strictly business and... Keeping it, uh, keeping it tight. No loosey-goosiness today. Hey, it's just business. But joke. you nailed yeah. it. Christopher is the correct answer. Praise God. I think we're going to get you in for the second one, but I'm going to be honest with you. This one's hard. Nah, this, this one's the easiest question i ever had, This actually. is easily the hardest question today. I'm looking at it, and this is easily the easiest question we've ever had. This is hardly the easiest question today. Are oh. you ready, Chris? Yeah, AA saved me again. The anti-Adrian. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I didn't realize that was trending out there. So I didn't realize this was a thing. All right. Adrian, we will start with you. Okay. Uh, you have uh, you are advanced degrees in uh, Thomistic theology, I, I, I imagine. I identify as a Thomist, yes. Okay. So can you tell me what term denotes the attributes of the unchangeableness of God? Ah, yes. The term that denotes the attribute of unchangeableness of God. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. would be... Immutability. Immutability. Meaning not mutable. Got it. Okay. No mutations. Writing it down. Um, hey, Rudy, can you tell me what term denotes the attributes of the unchangeableness of God, please? Yeah, man. Back in California, you know, in the drummer circle in Venice, uh-huh. we would talk yeah. about the unchangeableness of God, you know. Yeah, and among like, other things, I'm sure. You know, we would call that transcendent oneness, man. How's it go? By the way, can I borrow five dollars? <laughs> okay. Well, Chris, uh, you got choices here. Is it the transcendence of God, as Rudy seems to think in his his Valley talk of uh, California, or is it the immutability of Adrian Fonseca? Fifteen seconds on the clock. Who's right? Who's wrong, Chris? What say you? Well, again, I am part of the AA club, 
So I, I have to go with Adrian. <laughs> you just have to? <laughs> like, you, like your hands are tied here. Like, no, Adrian! Well played. Well Clear, played. Clearly, <laughs> well played. Your, the anti-Adrian club is well failing today. Well played. It is correct. Immutability is the correct answer. How God cannot be changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As St. Augustine commented on in the Gospel. Don't worry, Chris. Mm. Whenever I become supreme leader, Mm -hmm. I will be merciful Mm -hmm. to the AA club. Don't vote Adrian. Okay. The always Adrian club. Switching all it up. Adrian, all the Chris time. is a politician I think in so addition too. to traffic and weather. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Playing <laughs> <laughs> both sides, Chris. I see how you are. Okay. Last question. Back to Rudy. Rudy, can you tell me, what is the symbolic name of the child born to the Virgin Mary? In Hebrew, it means God is with us. What's the Hebrew name? The Hebrew name is Jesus Christus. Jesus Christus. You yeah, say. and uh, uh-huh. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce it in Hebrew because I can't get the ch in there. Christus. Okay. Yes. Sound kind of like uh, Father uh, Mitch Pacwa. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Adrian, I know you are a, uh, a Hebrew scholar. Semitic scholar, as one might uh, say. So if you could tell me, what is God with us in Hebrew? Well, you know... I, I'm only good at Hebrew after I have some coffee, because you know Hebrews. Uh, but the the term for God is with us. I know this mm-hmm. not because of my intensive Hebrew studies, okay. but because mm-hmm. of uh, Protestant music that I listened to growing up. And there's a song that goes, uh, Emmanuel, God with us. Nothing but just the like hits. that. Okay. And so, I just, right. for that, I don't remember. Chris, Emmanuel. You look to your left and you see Adrian with Emmanuel. You look to your right, you see Rudy with. Jesus Christus. 15 seconds on the clock. Who is right? Who is wrong? Chris from Dallas, what say you? Damn. Well, um, uh, I guess it's not my throat. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Adrian on that one. Okay. Just have to. Well played, Chris. Congratulations. Perfect score. No curveballs for you. Good. That was Going amazing. Twice, clearly a brilliant they and handsome man. They tried their best to fool you, and you didn't fall for it, Chris. Congratulations. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, Chris. Have a great day wherever you're going on to work. We've been praying for you, but we're going to put you on hold. That's going to do it for the radio side of Catholic Drive Time. Please join us in the after show where we will get conversating about whatever you want to talk about. You drive that at grnonline.com forward slash cdt. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you. The Guadalupe Radio Network now brings you the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass from the chapel at Our Lady of Corpus Christi in Corpus Christi, Texas. at Our Lady of Corpus Christi Chapel. Today we celebrate Wednesday of the sixth week of Easter. The intention for today's Mass is for all of our online viewers and for those joining us through Guadalupe Radio. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia.
Ye sons and daughters, let us sing. The King of heaven, the glorious King. O'er death today rose triumphing. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty, Almighty God, God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as we celebrate in mystery the solemnities of your Son's resurrection, so too we may be worthy to rejoice at his coming with all the saints. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After Paul's escorts had taken him to Athens, they came away with instructions for Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as possible. Then Paul stood up at the Areopagus and said, You Athenians, I see that in every respect you are very religious. For as I walked around looking carefully at your shrines, I even discovered an altar inscribed to an unknown god. What therefore you unknowingly worship, I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and all that is in it, the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in sanctuaries made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands, because he needs anything. Rather, it is he who gives to everyone life and breath and everything. He made from one the whole human race to dwell on the entire surface of the earth, and he fixed the ordered seasons and the boundaries of their regions so that people might seek God, even perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since therefore we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divinity is like an image fashioned from gold, silver, or stone by human art and imitation. God has overlooked the times of ignorance, but now he demands that all people everywhere repent, because he has established a day on which he will judge the world with justice, through a man he has appointed, and he has provided confirmation for all by raising him from the dead. 
When they heard about resurrection of the dead, some began to scoff, but others said, We should like to hear you on this some other time. And so Paul left them. But some did join him and became believers. Among them were Dionysius, a member of the court of the Areopagus, a woman named Damaris, and others with them. After this he left Athens and went to Corinth. The Word of the Lord. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all you his angels. Praise him, all you his hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Let the kings of the earth and all peoples, the princes and all the judges of the earth, young men too and maidens, old men and boys, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. He has lifted up the horn of his people. Be this his praise from all his faithful ones, from the children of Israel, the people close to him. Alleluia. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears, and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the first reading, we have Paul going to Athens to preach at the Areopagus, the altar to the unknown God. Now, uh, Pope John Paul II, St. Pope John Paul II, identified in his encyclical Redemptoris Missio, or Re Re Mission of the Redeemer, ten of these altars of the unknown God in the modern world. But if you read them off, uh, the, you know, if you, if you look at the, them, these are signs that people realize that there's something, some kind of divinity, some kind of need for God, where they are reaching out, trying to answer a question that pains the human heart. Like, for example, um, environmentalist kind of concerns, uh, urbanization, uh, feminism, the, the, under, the question of human sexuality, all of these things are are kind of things where people are trying to figure out. But one of the things that Pope John Paul points out is that they don't convert people. That's not what, what people, even though they have these questionings, what ultimately brings people to Christ is the representation of Jesus Christ in human kindness. In fact, 
uh, Archbishop uh, Fulton Sheen said there's three things that bring people to the Catholic Church. Number one, kindness. Number two, kindness. Number three, kindness. I recently was at a, a friend of mine asked me to go over to his house because he wanted to introduce his sister's sister or sister-in-law's, um, his wife's sister, something like that, uh, and her three children to Catholics. They'd never really met Catholics before, nor a Catholic priest. And we spent the evening with them, and they had all sorts of questions. They wanted to know about relics and saints and apparitions and miracles and all sorts of kind of Catholic lore. And all of the questions tempted to answer on the love of God and bring it, keep back it, uh, keep bringing it back to the love of God. And at the end, uh, well, towards the end of the night, uh, the woman looked rather frustrated, and she said, well, my, my adult children uh, want to leave because there's no more beer. I, I said to her, I can go, I can bring you and get you a, a, a six-pack at the store. And she was, can a priest do that? Is that, is, that okay? is that all right for a priest to do that? And I said, well, have you ever heard of the wedding feast of Cana? Not my idea. She was so touched by that that at the end of the evening, she said, I've never, I've never heard of that before. I want to go, I want to become a Catholic. How do I do that? And I introduced her to somebody in her hometown, which is about seven hours from, from my own, and promised that they would bring them to the RCAA and she would become a Catholic. And I, for me, that kind of hit home that kindness and reading people's real needs of their heart are a lot more effective, especially when it reflects the gospel points out the communion with the most holy trinity. Walking and communion with people, listening to what their hearts really need and what their hearts are really longing for, even if it's uh, something insig seemingly insignificant like Coors Light, but, but really listening to them and, and, not, and taking their, their needs as significant and taking them as really having uh, you know, a say, making them feel deeply loved. This is the only thing that really brings people, because it's presenting Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit is a master craftsman of presenting Jesus Christ in your actions. And when you do that, when you present people with the real gospel that Jesus values you, he sees all your needs, however small, as significant, he gives you dignity and respect and honor, that kind of, it's impossible not to listen to that kind of sermon. May the prayers of the Immaculate Virgin Mary and good St. Joseph help us to present Jesus Christ to all peoples. We bring our petitions to the Lord. We pray for the whole church, that it may shine forth the face of Jesus Christ in all his holiness for a harvest of salvation to the nations. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for peace on earth. Especially we pray for all those affected by the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, for healing. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for government leaders, that they may enact laws in keeping with gospel conscience. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick, the suffering, the poor, for those who do not know God, those who do not want to know God, and that we may respond to Jesus in every disguise of human misery. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray for all of our beloved dead, that they may enter the Father's eternal glory. 
we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask you to hear us for make these and all our petitions in the holy name of Jesus Christ and through the powerful intercession of our Mother Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. At the Lamb's high feast we sing Praise to our victorious King Who has washed us in the tide Flowing from his wounded side Praise the Lord whose love divine Gives his sacred blood for wine Gives his body for the feast, Christ the victim, Christ the priest. When the paschal blood is poured, Death's dark angel sheaths his sword. Israel's hosts in triumph go Through the waves that drown the foe. Christ the Lamb whose blood was shed, Paschal victim, Paschal bread, Let us with a fervent love Taste the manna from above. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and the glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment and the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabaoth, Plenis Uncelli et Terra, Gloria Tua, Hosanna in excelsis, Benedictus, Qui venit in nomine Domini, Hosanna in excelsis. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, 
by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior, Savior of the, the world, world, for by your cross and resurrection you, you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints in whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, Michael, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family, whom you summon before you in your compassion, O merciful Father. Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life. Give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Row him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Proceptus salutaribus moniti, et divine institutioni formati, audemus dicere. Pater noster, qui es in celis, Sanctifice tuhur nomen tuhum, adveniat regnum tuhum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, 
Panem nostrum coditianum, da nobis hodie, et imite nobis debita nostra, sicud et nos dimitimus, debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, and by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccatamundi, Miserere nobis, Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccatamundi, Miserere nobis, Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccatamundi, Dona nobis pacem. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Communion Antiphon. I have chosen you from the world, says the Lord, and have appointed you to go out and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Alleluia. Act of Spiritual Communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Alleluia, sing to Jesus. He is the scepter, he is the throne. Alleluia is the triumph, is the victory alone. Hark the songs of peaceful Zion, thunder like a mighty flood. Jesus out of every nation, as redeemed us by his blood. Alleluia, not as orphans are we left in sorrow now. 
Alleluia, he is near us. Faith believes, nor questions how. Though the cloud from sight received him, when the forty days were o'er, shall our hearts forget his promise, I am with you evermore. Alleluia, bread of angels, Thou on earth our food, our stay. Alleluia, hear the sinful, Flee to Thee from day to day. Intercessor, friend of sinners, Earth's Redeemer, plead for me. Where the songs of all the sinless Sweep across the crystal sea. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow down for the blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. Amen. May he, by whose redeeming work you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to eternal inheritance. Amen. May you, who have already risen with Christ in baptizing through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in the homeland of heaven. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, Most Holy Immaculate Virgin Mary, You are the Mother of God Himself. You are the queen of all creation. You are the keeper of heaven's treasure. You are our help and protection. Grant us your intercession and may your favor never fail us. Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, The prayer to St. Michael. 
Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruins of souls. Amen. Prayer of Deliverance Almighty God and Father, we beg Thee, through the intercession and help of the Archangels, St. Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel, for the deliverance of our brothers and sisters who are enslaved by the evil one, from anxiety, sadness, and obsessions. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. From hatred, fornication, and envy. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. From thoughts of jealousy, rage, and death. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every thought of suicide and abortion. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every form of sinful sexuality. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every division in our family and every harmful friendship. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every sort of spell, malefice, witchcraft, and every form of the occult. We implore Thee, deliver us, O Lord. Thou who said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, grant that through the intercession of the Virgin Mary we may be liberated from every demonic influence and enjoy thy peace always. In the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. Celebrating 2,000 years of truth, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Hi, I'm Teresa with the Houston Catholic Women's Conference. 